listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 249 for July 25th, 2019. This week, we talk about hiding Instagram likes, crying during movies, Joy-Con drift, outdoor symphonies, new Twitter, and using fake names online. So stick around for... The The show. One, two, three, clap. Ah, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Oh my God, speaking of, did you see the trailer for that Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers movie? I did, and I did tear up. Oh, I didn't watch, I couldn't watch it. Oh, really? Are you against it? Are you anti-Mr. Rogers? Oh no, Mr. Rogers, watch, I watched him every day from birth to the, to like 12th grade graduation. No I mean, Mr. Rogers raised you, and honestly, I couldn't tell. You could or you couldn't? I could not. I'm the nicest person in the whole world, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You might say. The biggest Some people heart. have said that, too. Mm-hmm. Some, people have, some people have lied, you know? I've been putting off watching the documentary. Like, it's oh. on our list of movies to watch, but I know I'm going to cry. Like, Honey, ball. I, okay, I'm the type of person where I very rarely, like, cry in, like, movie theaters or, you know, at documentaries or sad things that are sad. Like, I just, I'm not a big crier. Two things I have, I remember crying at, like, or tearing up. Not, like, sobbing, but, like, tears came out of my eyes. One of them was the Mr. Rogers documentary that you're speaking of. The other was a specific scene in Toy Story 4. And Oh, I'm, my God. Get the fuck out of here. I am here not proud. With your Toy Story shit. I heard it wasn't I'm, even that good. I, I liked it more than Toy Story 3. I mean, I'm just, I basically, it's, I'm seeing it because of nostalgic sake. That's the reason why I watch it. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was, it was beautiful. It was a, it was a good time. I but. hate Toy Story. I mean, Toy Story hate hates it. you too. I hate it. Why do you, why do you hate Toy Story? I hate the type of animation it is. Uh, I hate CGI tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. And, CGI Tom Hanks. And I hate it, it's literally, it's trying to make me feel a certain way. Like, I hate it when a movie, which I guess all movies manipulate your feelings to feel right. a certain way. But it's so strongly trying to do that. I just resist it so much. I see. Like, yeah, you, you know that? what it's no. trying to do. You had to give it away. Well, I mean, with the, with the, with the track that, that Disney's going on, maybe. in like 10 years, you're going to have a live action Toy Story remake that you're going to have to look at. So I did have a Woody thing, toy, yeah. I think from Burger King. Did Burger King and McDonald's do Toy Story? Oh, I'm I don't sure. remember. But I remember having a Woody toy when I was little. Straight from a labor factory from China. Yeah, honey. Gets get emotional about that, why don't you? Um, so obviously you you think that you're going to uh cry at the Mr. Rogers documentary. Can you like point out other movies or documentaries that you remember like having like a visceral, like emotional reaction to that caused you like to cry? Oh. Or are I you like that. me and you're like not a big crier? Well, this one documentary I saw called uh, Avengers Endgame, I teared up. <laughs> oh, I, I teared up that, for that sure. Documentary. I got I got glassy eyed and watching Avengers Endgame. You got cataracts. I got my cataracts. Um, you know, I cry about random shit all the time. Is like, it just, just like kind of? It doesn't really no rhyme or reason. Well, like our friend's dog died recently, and I don't That's think I even knew to the cry dog. About? No, but then I started thinking about Piggy, and I was like, Piggy's going to die someday. And I was just, like, crying. Oh, okay. It was um, just one of those days. It was just one of those days, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Am I, I, I cry not often, but mm-hmm. it's not at any specific thing. Like, it's gotcha. not at 
it's just if if something's going on in my mind, anything's going to set me off that day. Right, right. It's like, like a, if the stars align. Um, yeah. If if you listen to the stars are blind by Paris Hilton, I'm sure I you hate have, that song. You, but you the cry. rest of the song is so good. The rest of the album is so good. I don't. Th- I think you're the one person on earth that actually has listened to Paris Hilton's actual album. I own a physical copy of it. What's it like to be you? It's amazing, and I don't <laughs> live with worrying about what people think about me. You don't. I don't have any I regrets. Don't let, I don't let owning the Paris Hilton album define me. Ugh, okay. I would honestly, because that is—it's <laughs> a kind of a defining album, you might. Right. Add. Right. You know, you know how like all all the twinks on Twitter, like every time one of their pop queens, you know, releases a new song, they always say like, so-and-so just saved pop music. Well, the original savior of pop music was absolutely Paris Hilton. Fight Well, me. Hillary Duff before then, though. True, true. Hillary Duff was in the Renaissance era. And then the next era was um, Paris Hilton with her Stars Are Blind album. What was the album's title? Do you remember? Um, You know, I don't. Wow. I remember Fake she had a fan. song called she had a song called Jealousy and I was used to sing it about a friend of me. Like it was, you know, thinly veiled about Nicole Richie at the time because they had their fallout. God, but I would that? sing it in high school about my friend of me at the time. Was this the cat food locker scenario? No, that was just a bully. Oh, that okay. was a straight that I was not friends with. I don't know why I just like every time you mention you in high school, I just imagine it doesn't it doesn't matter what you're talking about. It doesn't matter if you even like the person or if you're friends with someone. I just imagine that you put cat food in everyone's locker. I did? No, they put cat food in my locker. See, I get the story wrong every time. Obviously you do, because I was an angel, first of Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And second of all, someone put cat food in my locker. Did you eat it? Honey, did I not eat it? I won't (laughs) answer. Fish and milk. Or nay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't believe we got from Tom Hanks... To Paris Hilton. We're like the only people ever on earth who have ever Speaking went from that of, point A to point B. Let's see what I have about this. Do I have a good transition for any of these? Speaking of depression. <sighs> okay, um, sure. I mean, that, yeah, it's topical every every week, this, isn't it? I got a uh, an article from CBC Canada News. C- Canada. Uh, social media, but not video games linked to depression in teens, according to a Montreal sturdy. I believe that. Jesus. I don't remember the last time a video game made me depressed. Like No, video games make me like ecstatic. They make I think me the forget about why, shit. Well, yeah, I think the reason why is because video games take me out of the world of social media. That's probably why it doesn't, you know, because social media gives me depression. Absolutely. But also, like, I don't know. I, I would go on a tangent, but just continue on with this. Okay, sure. Well, you might find yourself in a tangent by the end of the article. Honey. Most likely, you never yes. Know. So these researchers at uh, Montreal's, you know, somewhere, some smart place in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, They studied the behavior of over 3,800 young people from 2012 to 2018. Um, They recruited adolescents from 31 Montreal schools and followed their behavior from grade 7 to grade 11. Mm. Um, They looked at the number of hours per week they did social media, which Facebook, Instagram, and as well as video games and television. Um, And they found that depressive symptoms were linked to consuming social media and television. Right. That's really it. I mean, I could delve in deeper. It talks about like... Color color me not surprised with that. Like, we, like, girl, we've been new, right? Now we're just getting the actual studies that come out that are confirming this, right? It talks about like Instagram being like an echo chamber spiral into depression. Mm -hmm. And then it says... um, 
The most surprising finding was that time spent playing video games was not contributing to depressive symptoms. Um, more than 70% of gamers played with either people online or people in person. So mm-hmm. they were like, hey, it's more of a social thing. But even when it's not, it's not sad. Right. Well, so I don't know. I have something Put your a, phone a, down. a little bit topical regarding this. Um, I, I love was, a topical ointment. Honey, I need as many topical ointments as you can throw at me because, girl, this skin is on fire. Um, I was visiting my parents over this past weekend. Um, I'll talk about a little bit of that in my our favorite things at the end of the episode. But I was talking to my dad. We were picking raspberries because my dad has a bunch of raspberries in his backyard and he makes jam. And they're stuff, in season. You know? mm-hmm, they're in season and they're delicious. Let me tell you. Anyway, that has nothing to do with that. So uh, my, my dad and I were just chit-chatting about social media because uh, um, I think my parents are one of the last few parents on earth that are not on Facebook. I feel like a lot because at first back in the olden days, it was all like the cool, the cool hip kids and the college kids that were on Facebook. And then as soon as like we fled Facebook, all of the, you know, ye old people came into Facebook. Oh, and yeah. My dad is all over facebook right i feel like facebook is the old people's social network now um but my dad isn't on facebook neither is my mom and so my dad really doesn't understand you know social media because he's not immersed like he he doesn't really you know he's not he's not clued into that sort of thing and so i was just like kind of talking to him about these studies like that you're talking about that have come out about people um explaining how uh their their depression or social anxiety has um lessened in a, a very large capacity when leaving social networks like Facebook, like Instagram, taking, you know, when people like, quote, take a break from social media. And the reason why is because, you know, when you're on Facebook and you're looking at everyone, people only, I mean, most of the case, people put their best selves on Facebook. You know, you it's always, it's this image of, you know, everyone's perfect all the time and people are only showing the best sides of their face, both literally and, phys- and uh, you know, non-literally. Um, but yeah, so, and, and so you're comparing yourself to all these people that are, you know, you're seeing this one view of their life through this, this lens of perfection on the internet. And it makes you feel like fucking garbage because it makes it seem like no one has a bad day when, you know, you see beautiful pictures of models on Instagram or everyone's like hanging out with their friends all the time on Facebook. And you're just like sitting alone at home, naked, eating flaming hot Cheetos in front of your computer. And then you feel like garbage. So I was explaining this to my dad and he's like, you know, he was like, that would make me feel like garbage, too. Like, you know, seeing all these perfect people all the time. That kind of makes sense. So it was interesting kind of explaining that to him. And then he was like, well, I'm, I'm never going to be on Facebook anyway. So I need to get this information from you because I'm never going to get it myself. But it's true. Like, I, I just uh, I feel like the less time that I've spent on Facebook over the past five years, the happier I've been. It's like the there's a. There's a steady increase of happiness the last time that I've spent comparing myself to others online. And well, did you see that uh, Instagram's testing some changes? Yeah, I heard. Well, I mean, I'm not on Instagram, so I have to like I have to, I have to get this through like news outlets. Like, and I'm, I don't really you know experience it firsthand. But I, I read that they're potentially going to be removing um, the ability to see how many likes someone gets on a photo. Is that correct? Well, they've already done it for Canada. Oh, it's already happened. Oh, okay. They're so it's like Canada's it in the Canada. test market. I think they rolled it out to like six more countries. Okay, um, gotcha. Because, you know, apparently it was doing, people were liking it. It was doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but people say they're more clearly focused on the actual image quality of the stuff that's being posted like people were people are like oh well 
before I decide I like an image, sometimes I see how many likes it has. And I was yeah. like, I don't do like that. What that kind of blew my mind reading that because I was like, I really? don't do that. Mm-hmm. I genuinely do not give a shit about maybe like my own. Like mm-hmm. I would like my own likes to be hidden, but I don't like look at a picture of a sunset and be and decide like, oh, I'm only going to like this if it has a low number of likes. Yeah. Or I'm only going to like it if it has a high number of likes. Right. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, no, but people seem to really like it. And they're like, oh, it's not going to, it's only going to help. It's not going to hurt. Because mm-hmm. obviously uh, creators are like, oh, if companies can't see my likes, I'm not going to get sponsors. But right. They're still going to have access to like all their analytics and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but you can see your own likes, like how many likes you get on an image, but you have to like click through it or something. Okay. So you have what, to, are like, your, what are your thoughts? Out. What are your thoughts on this change? Because I know that you are you are an avid you know Instagram user, correct? Uh, no, I only use Insta Stories, but okay. and, part and of the Insta reason is different, right? Than like the Instagram. I mean, it's all on the Instagram app, but okay. um, like stories. Can you like a story? No, you can see how many people viewed a story. That's okay. It. Okay, uh, and you can you can kind of give a heart to a story, but it just sends a message. To the person with like a heart in it, showing so it's that they a, it's a bit it. different than just like posting something physically. Yeah, to Instagram like it's and, not and a permanent a thing. It's kind gotcha, of like yeah, a yeah. sloppy and messy. Like I, mine is all pictures of Piggy. Like that's I all mean, it is. That's what I would expect. Um, but I I do not post really on my feed okay. because I don't like every time I post on my feed, I lose followers because people really? are like, "Oh shit, we forgot you existed because you don't make videos anymore." And right. now we remember, and we also don't like you. So <laughs> it's a multitude it's so of things. And so I like I gain followers at the same rate I lose them. So I always have exactly the same. Interesting. Count. But um, I don't know. I wish I didn't see which photos, which types of photos did well. I don't like that photos with me in them do the best. Mm. Like ones where my face is in it. Right, right. I but that's, that. that's I a lot like. what Instagram is now. A lot of Instagram is just like looking super pretty and getting likes, right? Well, see, I don't know because I don't stay in that Instagram world. My right, Instagram right. feed, the people I follow is like so freaking curated to yeah. like, like there's this person I follow who was on a gardening, like a, a not even well-watched gardening British show. Mm-hmm. And like him and his partner go and like take pictures of flowers and shit. And I love right. it. I fucking let like he his pictures are not super professional and then right. like cooking and baking ones, but like not professional ones either. Like um, mm-hmm. Nancy from her season, you know, she's just her and her camera and right. it's messy and I love it. She has the best baking Instagram ever. See, that, um, this is this is the situation where I feel like I would really enjoy using because like it, as much as I bash Facebook, Facebook is literally like what it's literally the people that you follow. So I feel like I would be able to enjoy Facebook and be able to have Facebook not give me fucking clinical depression if I completely started over. But it's like I don't care enough to, you know, to completely start over and recurate curate my feed with people that I actually want to see and follow and I think the same thing kind of happened with Instagram, where I just like I fell out of it. And then Instagram became this thing where most people are just like taking professional photos. And it's like a huge social media thing. And people are getting sponsorships and everyone's looking pretty and perfect and professional all the time. When back in the day when I was using Instagram, it was more like you're talking about. It was more messy and more spur of the moment and less professional and more like, you know, and less yeah, serious. It's like 
Instagram is uh, like social media in general is what you make of it. You can make it yes, like absolutely. a beautiful echo chamber of, right. you know, calming mind. Mm. Like, mm. Um, like Twitter. Yeah, I fall. I do follow a lot of people because I feel pressure to follow them. You and know, you like other them. YouTubers. Then I mute them. And mm-hmm. same with Instagram. You can do that now. You can okay. mute either them from your feed or from your stories. And some people I'll I'll keep their stories up. Mm-hmm. Because that seems more real to me. Mm-hmm. But I like, I don't look at people. If you're someone who posts a lot of selfies or something I don't care about, I'll have you muted. You know? Right. Like, I don't. That's not what you're looking for. I don't want to see what you look like. If I know you, I know what you look like. Mm-hmm. See, I want to see my, what you see. My fear into getting back into Instagram, like probably any other social network or social media service is posting things and then obsessively looking at the likes and and it's, it, it's you know looking at how many people are liking this photo how many people are liking this photo and just get way too into the analytics where it's like it becomes this you know this cesspool of just numbers and I, I don't really think like that's never happened to me with twitter like on any serious note because like you can like tweets on twitter and i but i never pay attention to likes because i just don't care enough but it's like that fear of you know Getting into a situation where you start, you only start posting things that you start censoring yourself and you only start posting things that you feel like would be more favorable in order and to get those Instagram likes. And I think Instagram knows that. Like, they're like, let's hide those likes so people will come back. And so they'll post mm. more. Because from what it sounds like, like um, The Verge talked to a few people who are like opted in to the the new thing. Mm-hmm. And it seems like everyone's like, yeah, I fucking love it. I don't feel pressure to like post the perfect picture or find the perfect picture before I post it because I'm right. not hungry for those likes and I cannot even see them if I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Girl, just hide it. Just just live in denial your whole right. life. That Shove your it in a box, put it in the corner. Honey. Are hideous. Your you Instagram feed is disgusting, but you it's never gross. have to know. Mm-hmm. I um, just, uh, I, I, I don't subscribe to social media being a competition anymore. I feel like I think I used to. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people go through that phase. And I I hope it's a phase because I feel like it's detrimental to your health. Like they stay in it. And, you know, then they some people do get really big. But then they're like, race. well, then they're like super depressed. Right. Like these the people who post the most amazing pictures are like the saddest people. Right. Like that's the tea. That is the fucking tea, honey. Because so you like, know, hours my and hours and hours a day, they're going over their analytics. They're trying yeah, to figure out. They're not you know, living, like, honey. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Like it's you know, I I can't imagine posting to social media being a full time job. Like I can imagine it, but I can imagine how fucking sad and depressed I'd be all the time. Like trying um, to show, like me, how are you reading me? Uh, I mean, honey, we all know. <laughs> but the, th- the difference with you is that you're garbage, but you know you're garbage. See, so the, it's tr- fine. the key to being happy is knowing that you're garbage. Well, well the and then being also, happy, happy is giving up. Just give up. Well, it's okay. call out fucking people. I don't know. I I don't feel like I've ever the the minute someone in my audience has become anything of what I would consider toxic to either my mental health or anything else. Like mm. I mute them from everything or i tell them sweep that shit out i don't want i only want good comments on my videos and Mm. i'm not talking like a critical comment that's not a bad comment i'm talking just like mean like you say you like my videos but then you're gonna be like outright mean to me you're done you're canceled in my book Mm -hmm. um 
and I and I feel like through that I have just curated like only the best people. Exactly. Do you know, like mm-hmm. the people who listen to us too. Uh, right. Shout out to all y'all. Oh my god. Hey y'all. I feel like we we're not big enough to have you know the really scary people. Right. And thank God for that. I know? think the key is to like stay on the DL. Right. Stay on the DL and don't become big. Do what you like. <laughs> don't do it. Do what for you the like, fame, and just honey. Stay on the DL. Right. Well, um, another thing that's new re- that I recently got that's been rolling out is hashtag new Twitter on desktop. Um, yeah, I hate. Well, I mean, I hated old Twitter too. Well, so here's the situation. I got it literally today. We're recording this on Wednesday, and this podcast will be posted Thursday. I got it today. I woke up. Um, I've scrolled through Twitter on my phone. It was no different. But then I got on Twitter on my computer. And girl, part, half of me is like, I don't like this for these reasons. The other half of me is like, I don't like this because I don't like change. So I'm like, I feel like I'll get over it. But my main critique is everything seems so zoomed in for me. Oh, it's like, huge. Everything's huge. And I'm just like, I have to scroll so much now. That's you my complaint. You can zoom out on Google Chrome. Well, yeah, but then, like, it messes with the formatting of the text and stuff. It's just, like, the the things on the side, like, the sidebars feel really big to me. Yeah, they're um, huge. And I'm just like, why? Why? I feel like I'll be over this know. in, like, a month and I'll be fine. But it's like, I can't, I can't tell if I am being critical of the new Twitter or if I'm just an old man yelling at the sky because it's changed. I can't really tell anymore. Um but I've—I don't think I know anyone who really loves the new Twitter. But also, I don't know if they don't love the new Twitter because it's changed, or it's because like they actually have legit critiques. So see, this happens every like every three to six months. A new site right. like redesigns. We right. all hate it, and then we're used to it. YouTube. Exactly. Do you remember how much I fucking I used to like? I was part of the beta, you know, one channel is what they were calling it. Oh, yeah. And I wrote so many fucking critiques of it. It mm-hmm. did nothing. Right. Like you sometimes You're these screaming into the void. These companies claim they want your feedback, but they don't give a shit about your feedback. Straight to the garbage can. Like they're going to do what they want anyway. And I'm sure they have the analytics to back it up. They're like, hey, right, all of right, our right. users can't see very well. So we're going to they're all a bunch of fucking nerds on the Internet. We're going to make the text huge. Right. No more Fuck excuses. You. You're using our service. We don't give a shit. Um, I think it's I. One thing I do like is on profiles. The banner's not the whole size of the goddamn page now. Oh yeah, know? that's right. I hated that. I hated having to look left. I had to look right, and I had to see this whole fucking image. And then it was smashed half the time. I don't know. Right. I don't have time to look both ways, honey. I don't have time to look around. Okay. I don't have time. Okay. I'm busy. Um. So I guess I guess the the verdict is that it's new and I don't like change, but I'll get used to it. So you should talk to your therapist about it, honey. I have a therapy appointment at the end of the month. Girl, um, you better make a list. Have you gotten a therapist yet, Joe? No, I'm still just um, having anxiety about just therapy in general. See, I feel like going to a therapist for anxiety is like really hard to do because you're anxious about even like picking up the phone. I think I'm going right. to have Justin call him for me. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's just... I mean, like, no pressure, obviously. I just wanted to check in. But yeah, it, I mean, you The know, most difficult just, part is making that first step. Thanks for checking in. I'm still dying. Whatever. Know, you know. Although, I don't remember what although was about. 
I was um, going to say, although I haven't had a migraine in a while, I had a really bad one a couple weeks ago. So, Well, RIP, your brain. Although, I've been doing my K-pop cardio. To that one K-pop song? Do you know which one I do it to? And I read you to filth when you liked this song. Uh-oh. Um, Momoland, Boom Boom. <laughs> no I way. still think it's trash. I mean, it's, oh, it's literal garbage. trash. But there's a really good K-pop cardio on YouTube to it. I didn't and, know K-pop um, cardio was a thing. Yes, I love it. I do it for like 45 minutes a day. I just have like a playlist of, and, and so many different channels do it too. Interesting. And it's, it's like not, a new you, thing. You don't have to just do it to K-pop either, obviously. They mm-hmm. usually do it to a variety of uh But the name K-pop things. cardio like rolls off the tongue, right? Yeah. And then you can spell it K-A-R-D-I-O and you're like, uh, yep. Remember card? K-A-R-D? Oh, yeah. They just had their two-year anniversary. Are they still around? Yeah, they're big everywhere except Korea. Yikes. That's when you know. Well, and then they also kind of started coming out with the same song, like, over and over. I see. And people caught on. Uh Uh-oh. And it was like, oh, my God, you made the same song seven times. I have not listened to Boom Boom in, like, so long. But you know what? I'm putting it back on the list. I'm going to start listening to that shit again. Yeah. Um, but I know every time you read me for filth and then you hop on the bandwagon, I'm not surprised. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You think you're a trend you know, I'm sweater. Ju- I'm, I'm such a trend oh my sweater. God. No, I, just, I called you I'm, a trend sweater, which is also accurate. I yeah, I'm more sweaty than trendy, let's be honest. That's uh that's accurate. I had something um kind of happen to me over this past weekend. That I wanted to um, ask you about. Oh yeah, is, involves... did you finally hit puberty? No, I've that been tough? waiting. Oh okay. Um, I mean, no, I've been in, I've been right at the beginning of puberty where my my uh, voice still cracks, but it's been like that for like 15 years. So I don't know when it's going to get past that point, but I will keep everyone posted. Um, no, I was. I I guess my question is: Have you ever talked to someone on the internet? Never met them in real life. Talked to someone on the internet for a decent amount of time and used a fake name that entire time Uh uh-oh are you are you catfishing it's kind of catfishing but oh i just what i've never no because i'm it's too hard to know it's me for one thing really well yeah i'm everywhere you're just like you just google me like if they had ever seen a picture of me and then like reverse google search the picture it's gonna Mm. be like didn't get one Right, right, right. right. Pizza. I don't know what I used to make videos of. Honey, I hope you didn't make a video about that. One time I sat on a plate of cookies, but not in a video, not for views and not for likes. So it's like cake farts, but not? Well, it was an accident. I don't think I farted on the cookies. I ate them afterward. The the cookies farted on you. It wasn't a bare bottom sitting on cookies. Anyway, tell me about how you're catfishing (laughs) someone. I wasn't catfishing someone. Catfished me. Oh, Here's the here's the deets. So I I, ta- I was talking to this guy um, on and off for like the past like year and a half. Um, and he was like he grew up in the same town that I grew up in. We like we started talking on Grinder and whatever. It was like mainly just like sexting online. Um, we never had met up in that year and a half. And we it was a situation where like we hit each other up once every couple months. Um, but it was never anything like really um serious it was always like hey like let's like you know swap pictures and blah 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 um but he hit me up out of the blue randomly after us not talking for a couple months um over this past weekend 
And he said, hey, I need to tell you something. And I was like, that means nothing good when someone types that out and sends it to you. And then he wrote me this huge long message saying that he had used a fake name in the past year and a half that we've been talking. And he wanted to apologize and that he was like, I'm so sorry if you want to block me because I lied to you. Like, it's totally fine. Blah, blah, blah. But like, my real name is this. And every and the only thing that he was catfishing me with was his name. Everything else was him. All the pictures he sent me was him. Like, everything else that he told me was about him. Everything else was truthful. But for some reason, when we first started talking, he felt the need to use a fake name. And when he hit me up, he thought it was such a big deal that he thought that I was going to block his ass. And I was like, girl, people use fake names on the Internet all the time. Yeah, like I, I don't see. I didn't think that was a big deal at all. But he was like ready for me to like go in on him. And it's like, girl, it's not that serious. Like I'm more well, into your dick than your name. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like if I had been dating someone for like and they had a fake name, then yeah. I'd be a, a little pissed off. I'd be like, <laughs> uh, are you a Russian spy? What's right. going on here? But no, if you're, it's depend, you know how invested you are, and you're just invested dick wise, right? So, I'm just invested dick wise. But he was so bothered, like this had been bothering him for a while, and I think the situation is that he's moving to my town that I'm living at now for school, um, and so he is like probably under the the impression that like we're probably actually going to meet up IRL for the first time, and he doesn't, and he wants to like come clean about his name. Before we like, if we like end up boning or something, you know, it'd be weird to like, oh my God, call out both of the names during. See, that's, that's the thing that I was, I was like, I, and I told him this, I was like, it'd be weird if I moaned your, the wrong name, if we were like mid coitus. And he laughed at that. But I was like, that would be so weird if like you were hooking up with someone and you gave, gave them a fake name and they were like moaning, not your name, like some random person's name that you told them a year and a half ago. Um, you know, so, yeah. I've always wanted to fuck someone who has my exact same name so I can right? run my own name. Because that's what you're into. You should, I mean, that's you don't need anyone I'm else. You just, you just need a full length mirror. There and you are can just some jack other, off into that. There are some other Joseph Bird songs out there, and I know a few of them are gay. Well, we know that one of them owns JosephBirdsong.com. If you're concerned that we might be related, honey, I'm from Arkansas, and I can so look probably. past it. So. I mean, fucking your cousin is like, you know, it's not a big deal. It's like deal fucking your goat. There. No big it's deal. like fucking your goat. See, I know that. You know? No biggie. Hashtag relatable. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he was so bothered. It was like, he was hashtag fucking bothered about this. You know what I like, though? I like that. I like that he was bothered. Because right, I'm same. like, oh my God, you were bothered about something about you me? You were hashtag bothered? Right. Like, you were concerned about how I felt about you, your fake name, and you were worried that I was like... It gives you that sort of power where, like, I could block you. Like, you're in the wrong here, but I just don't care enough. <laughs> well, you went power tripping, didn't you? Right, I just power was going to be like, oh, I love it when people make a fuss over me. <laughs> I mean, I also love that. It. You know, also that. I love when people pay attention to me in any sort of capacity. <laughs> um, But I was just curious because I guess, you know, someone could... I mean, the person that I was talking to, like, he is an absolute nobody. He doesn't have a presence on the Internet. So, like, you know, reverse image searching his nudes or pictures of his face or whatever would give me nothing. But I guess in your situation, if you would, like, randomly hit someone up and you sent him sent them real pictures of you, they could actually reverse image search that and probably find out who you actually are if you gave them a fake name. So that kind of makes sense. Um, so, yeah, anyways, I mean, I guess were, I don't know. I have I, no. I, I've, I guess. It's never occurred to me to use a fake name. 
I'm, right, maybe I'm, I'm not just that too smart. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm I like, like, why haven't I? I don't know. Well, the fake name that he gave me was Jack. So honestly, I should have been suspicious. Jack's a straight name. There aren't any gay people named there Jack. Are, there are not any. Unless you go by Jackson, then maybe you're gay. Yeah, like K-pop. Is that a, is there a, a Jackson? Oh, they're yeah, everywhere, know. honey. Oh, Jackson. the Jackson 5 is a K-pop group? <laughs> um, I'm not sure about that one. I did I date it. a guy once and like, I feel like this was like a decade ago. And on OkCupid or whatever, his name was like Nathan or something. And did you then, have to dial up to get on OkCupid when you were dating this guy? We had to boot up our modem. We had to power mm-hmm. it with um, a crank. Yeah. We had to mm-hmm, crank up mm-hmm. the modem. You were on a bicycle that ran your computer? Girl, I lived in Philly 10 years ago and I was surfing the World Wide Web. And Honey, you were living your dream. Of, all sorts of. But anyway. Uh, Speed of light. Went on a date and I was like, oh, hi, Nathan. And he was like, I go by Jonah. And I was like, what? What? And he was, yeah, and he was like, yeah, Nathan's my name, but I go by Jonah. And I was like, mm, Bye. I gotta go. <laughs> he never he never mentioned this when you were, like, messaging? Well, it made sense to me. No, he never mentioned it when we were messaging. But it made sense to me later. Like, choose your own name. That's fine. Right. He just, he wanted to be, like, a Jonah. I don't even remember if it was Nathan or Jonah. I'm using those as, like, it was totally opposite. It was not, like, a right. nickname of his name. Or his middle name or anything. And I was like, okay, if you feel like a Jonah, I that's cool. But it's it, it wasn't like a, my real name is Richard and my my name I go by is Dick. Right. It wasn't like a Robert Bobby Joseph mm-hmm. Joe. It was it was like completely different names. It just like took me it like took me by surprise at the moment, but I was like, you know what? Do it. You know what? Live your life. Live Choose your, your life. own goddamn name. Yeah. You know. What anyway. is a name? Well, What's in a name? What's in a name, you know? It's you know who like I feel bad for? Think about it. I feel bad for all these kids named Daenerys. Oh, honey. Like, that God. were born in the past, like, five to ten, or I don't know how long Game of Thrones was on years. Or, like, people who were named Hermione. I still, and I swear to God, when I was reading those books, they pronounced it, like, it's even, like, written out in the books. Hermione. Hermione? Hermione. And so that's how I said I it. Hermione. That's how I said it till I saw the first movie, and I was like, that's not right. That's not right. My dad, when he was uh, reading the books out loud, like we would read it, um, he would like read it to my sister and I. He pronounced it Hermian for some reason. Hermian. Hermian. Ooh, Hermie. It's like, it's, 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 yeah, it's, I don't know. Like a Hermes bag or whatever. Hermes. Hermes. Oh my God, you got to get out of here. Her- Hermes. 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 It's Hermione. Anyway, can you imagine being named after like a fucking... I don't know. I changed my goddamn name. Jesus. Daenerys. I feel so bad. Uh, this is my this is my daughter Gen- Daenerys and my son Dracarys. Like, I'm sorry. Was Dracarys the dragon? Y- yeah. I stayed with a family who had named their kid. I don't remember if it was Loki or Odin. Mm. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I mean, that's like, I don't want to offend anyone who's named their kids like a wacky ass name. And which I, I just you, did by saying you named your kid a wacky ass name, but right, uh, I don't. I We're mean, taking a firm stance I'm f- here. I'm for unique children's names. I am for unique children's names, but I am also for low cost, hassle free name changes when they turn of age. But I'm for wacky children's names, but I'm against children in general. So that okay, yes, yeah, that mm-hmm. it's a difficult okay. thing to follow. Because I agree with that. Yeah, I like these interesting names, but I don't want you to have kids at all either. And it doesn't matter what your name is. You, hopefully you're vaccinated. Okay. 
Parents, let me ask you a question. Where were you when you realized how selfish you were to have a kid? The T. I'm just kidding. That's I would never say that to somebody. Anyway. Um, um have your Joy-Cons <laughs> been drifting? You know, I feel like I'm the one person on earth where I don't think I've had any problems what? with my Joy-Cons. You yeah. fucking lucky ass hoe. I feel like everyone on earth, every time I hear about Joy-Cons is about Joy-Con drifting. And I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've experienced any of this Joy-Con drifting business. And, but like, it's been a huge fucking deal for everyone because people have sent their Joy-Cons in. Nintendo has said there's nothing wrong with the Joy-Cons. They've been charging people for Joy-Con repairs. There was a class action lawsuit that was going to get filed. And then Nintendo recently came out with a, with a statement internally being like, we aren't going to charge Gee, people. Do you want to just read the article for me? Huh? Oh, huh? oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I went off. Huh? Please, please, I, I will let you, I will let you, huh? uh, let, let you take this one. Anyway, my Joy-Cons have been drifting. Uh, I feel like they started drifting like within the first year, especially my, uh, I have the pro controller and I fucking oh. love that thing. Like I will, mm-hmm. I hate it when the game doesn't let you use the pro controller, like Mario party. Does your pro controller drift at all? My pro controller drifts so much oh, and that wow. bugs the shit out of me because those were like 70, $80 when they first came out. It, yeah. Like 80 fucking dollars yeah. for a goddamn controller. And like joy cons themselves. What is MSRP? Like 70 or $80 for a pair. And it's, yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah. When you pay that much for something, like if I were paying like 15 bucks for this shit, I'd be like, oh, I'll just buy a new one. I don't expect that type of quality. Yeah, assurance. But if you're, if you're throwing down dough for like literally a piece of plastic with a nubs attached and a mother, you know, you know, a little PCB inside, that's not worth $80. There are like, in all my Mario Kart videos, and then in like some of my Mario Kart streams, I have like so many problems with my Joy-Cons. And it's not because I'm a bad player. I'm a good Mm. Mario Kart player. Sure, sure. Blame the Joy-Cons, Joe. But no, people would tell me, you know, I was blaming the Joy-Cons when I sucked. But I want to send that thing in too. But yeah, someone got a hold of like an alleged uh, internal memo from Nintendo that said... Uh, customers will no longer be requested to provide proof of purchase for Joy-Con repairs. Additionally, it's not necessary to confirm warranty status. If a customer requests a refund for a previously paid Joy-Con repair, confirm the prior repair and issue a refund. So, so they're, they're like, like fast-tracking this process. Well, it's supposed to be like they're going to fix them for free now, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Um, but people are like, well, if they're just fixing them with the same fucking shitty parts. Because some people what's who the goddamn like, point? Yeah, some people who paid to get theirs uh, repaired earlier are already having drifting problems again. Odd. So it's, I mean, it's whatever they're using, like, with, for the joystick. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are like, well, they may be doing this because if you send yours in to get repaired for free, you probably can't join the class action lawsuit, for one. Oh. Um, that probably, you know, denies you access to it. And two... Perhaps they did update the hardware finally because that would mean that they have confidence in it being fixed. Right. So hopefully uh, that's the case. What I didn't realize is I was under the impression that the Joy-Cons were the only thing that was affected by this. I didn't know that this was happening with pro controllers also. Yeah. And like the D-pads on pro controllers have issues. Like the initial ones. Um, There's been like claims that they fixed it later on, but that's why I would not... I don't remember. Did we talk about the Switch Lite already? Um, I don't think we did. Honestly, I don't think we talked about the Switch Lite. I would be terrified to buy a Switch Lite. Not, well, for one, I play the Switch a lot docked. Like, right. I, and you can't do that with the Switch Lite. So that's like first 
reason I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, first strike, but you don't. Switch Lite isn't for you. The Joy-Con, I've had such bad experiences with like the Joy-Con control sticks that having them like attached to the unit would terrify me. Right. Like, I would be like, this this thing's going to break. This thing's going to fucking break and I'm not going to be able to use this, you know, $200 machine anymore. Right. But I mean, in that situation, I assume that, I mean, you it, it's like having a, a Nintendo DS or whatever. You just have to send the whole goddamn unit in, which is also a pain right. in the ass. But it's like, no, w- with with all the, the issues surrounding Joy-Cons, like that's a legitimate concern for people that are buying the Switch Lite because... You know, are are the the, uh, the Joy-Cons that are attached to the Switch Lite that are not detachable, are they going to have the same exact problems in terms of drifting as the original Joy-Cons that are detachable? Like, that's, that's a legitimate concern. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I feel like maybe I just haven't played the Switch enough or haven't been paying enough attention um, to notice drifting if it is happening with mine. Or maybe I'm just lucky and, like, I have two Pro Controllers... And I have the original Joy-Cons that came with my Switch. So it's it's not like that I have a lot of controllers to choose from. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just not playing my Switch enough to notice. Is, is the drifting really noticeable when it happens? When I'm playing Mario Kart, something where, like, if you only hit the A button, you know you're going to drive in a straight line. You know? Mm, mm-hmm. Like, you just, you go immediately to the left or to the right. Like, it's just, like super noticeable and i've tried to do the um you can like reset the calibration they've right. got like a calibration menu or whatever and i've tried that multiple times it never fixes it i've right. like blown compressed air in there it is a hardware issue i've prayed to hillary Duff about it you had like a whole you she know, gave me strength but she couldn't fix my joy cons you had a star on the ground and candles lit and hillary duff in the middle and your joy cons liz mcguire came out the little mm-hmm. cartoon version yeah she came she she the um, the earth split and she rose from the depths of hell to tell you to fuck off. Uh-oh. Sounds about right. Uh-oh. Well, I'll pay attention to this. Um, I guess the shitty thing about this is that people have been making a big stink about Joy-Con um, drifting for a long time. And Nintendo has been denying it for like a year. And now finally it's a big enough stink and this class action lawsuit was threatened. But now they're like, okay. Like, we're going to, you know, r- apparently repair this shit for free and whatever. But it's just shitty that it took them this long, you know, of, like, straight up denial that this was happening um, for, you know, shit to start happening. So it's just kind yeah. of a disappointment. I don't know if they've necessarily been denying it outright, but just ignoring. Right. They like, they haven't made any statements about it. Like, people have asked them time and time again, and they just refuse to, to talk about it until now. Drama. <sighs> drama I in Nintendo. Drama. Oh, same, girl. Um, anyways, do you have a cheese of the week? It's cheese of the week. Um, if you say cheddar. Gatorade Frost. Oh, my Arctic favorite cheese. Blitz. Ooh, Arctic, can you Arctic imagine Blitz? like a cheddar uh, Gatorade? No, Joe. Mm. No. Like God. a fondue <laughs> Gatorade cheese. It's, it's just like melted nacho cheese in a Gatorade bottle. Okay. You got, you got me, things honey. That you got, you Joe got my attention. Buy. That no mm-hmm. one else would buy on the face of this fucking mm-hmm. earth. Well, I finally finished my green apple Gatorade. Threw it away. Well, Never going to buy that shit again? Threw it away in the trash can called my body. Honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey. First of all. Uh, <laughs> then I picked myself up my go-to Gatorade Frost Arctic Blitz. The teal Gatorade. Gatorade. What are you going to give us that sponsorship? God. I, Never. You know what? Like, Gatorade keeps me alive in the summer. I mean, honey, do you drink water? Or is that just not See, on your radar? I just don't like it. 
Uh, that's literally my roommate. My roommate drinks so everything bad. except for water. Yeah. But then also, tasteless. though, well, I get I, if I have to go outside and like this past week, the heat index was like 111, like days in a Jesus row. Jesus Christ. And on those days, though, I genuinely need something like I'm sweating out everything, you know. Right. You need to replenish I those. I need something, you know. I need it's a like you're running a marathon. Um, but uh, I don't know. Cheese. So just cheese of the week this week is uh, Gatorade. It's cheese of the week. So uh, what about our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So Joe, what is your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing that I brought to class today. Oh, is, good. Show and tell. It's a new video game that came out this week called what? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Is this the one they've been advertising on Switch forever that I was never interested in? Yeah, it's a Switch exclusive this time around. So Ooh. me and Justin played it. It's it's very Diablo. Like Ooh. Um, me and Justin played the second one on his PS3, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited not to. We may or may not record it. I'm not sure yet, though. But we're doing, you know, the campaign together. And it's just nice to have a game that you can do local multiplayer and you oh, can what a concept. both look at the screen and there's people, there's Avengers for me, there's Avengers for Justin. Justin's more of the brawler type. He plays Wolverine a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the spooky magical ones that are women. So I have been playing Scarlet Witch and um, who the fuck is Crystal? Am I right? I, she's one of the Inhumans. Apparently. The only Crystal I know is from the Star Fox universe. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That game? Honey. 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 You want to you, you never play video games again? Play Star Fox Adventures. Honey. Um, no, but she is, uh, I think she's one of the Inhumans, which I think they're making an Inhumans movie. Marvel oh, announced okay. that they're big shebang, big shebang, San Diego. Big shebang. Eternals? Did I, is that what I said? The Eternals? I think so. The immunal, immunities? I don't know. She's one of the Eternals. Um, mm-hmm. But she's sassy and I like her. Um, I mean, nothing wrong with that. So I play as Crystal and Scarlet Witch. Justin plays as Wolverine, and then he picks another, like, fighting one, Captain America or something. Mm. Uh, and it's a hoot. And you gotta find, holler. you gotta find the Infinity Storms, as huge these days. And the camera sucks. Oh, there God. have been several times that we've gotten, like, you can't see your characters anymore. They're gone. Mm-hmm. The camera, like... The camera's the third player in the game. It just goes and does what it wants. So if they hmm. would if they would have polished that a little bit more, I would have given it like a 10 out of 10 for multiplayer fun times. But I have to give it more like a 7 because the camera is that bad. Okay. But um, well, camera's pretty bad in the second one too. So they're like on brand at least. So At least they're uh, consistent with the shitty camera. They're consistently bad. But I know you like Diablo 3. Oh, yeah. I play it like every year. Me so and maybe Justin I should pick this play up. that together. Yeah, that's right. It's um, it's nice, especially on console, because you can do like co-op multiplayer, like yeah. couch, couch co-op, which is it's nice. Exactly the type of game that me and Justin like. That's where our two our two uh, interests converge is at these mm. types of multiplayer games. Some hack and slashes. Interesting. So uh, recommend it. You unlock like half the Avengers in the first level, which is nice. You can and it's a, a Switch exclusive. I do correct? believe it is a Switch exclusive this time around. Hmm. And it wasn't before. No. Well, I don't know if it was PlayStation exclusive or if it was exclusive to anything, but we played it on the PlayStation Three last time. So mm. I don't know. If, I never knew if it was a PS exclusive. We played it years after it had already gotcha. come out. 
Da da da. And how much is it on Switch? I think it is one of the the sixty dollar games. One of the sixties. Marvel. Also, yeah, I don't think I pay. I remember uh, Sonic Racing. I believe is not a sixty dollar game. Is it, it? Should it be a sixty dollar game? No. I thought you really liked Sonic. I Racing. did really like it, but I wouldn't. It has a lot like less shit in it than the other Sonic games, in my opinion. Mm. Like customizations are good, but I feel like it needs a lot more tracks to make it like a sixty dollar game. Interesting. Gotcha. I'll keep that in mind. Well, maybe when I shit a $60 bill one of these days, because those exist, I will spend it on this Switch exclusive. Since it's kind of like Diablo when I'm into that. All the things that you've shit out in your life, you're due. Uh, honey, I'm due for something nice coming out of that you're hole, honey. You're due for a $60 bill. Honey, God. Well, I'll have to look into it. Because I remember they were pushing it a lot in the Nintendo Directs. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like superheroes. I'm not into it. But if it's like a good game overall, then I'm like totally open to playing it. It's good. It's um the the camera is really the only thing. And the, the it camera's the ruin complaint. It. it ruins it sometimes. It generally like genuinely mm. does. But those those parts have not been happening too often. So right. Mostly enjoyable. Well, good. Well, that sounds like a good favorite thing. What's your favorite thing this week, Sam? My favorite thing involved me going outside for the like. Sun? The, uh-huh. I wore sunscreen. Okay. <gasps> I want to let you, you know I did. Yay. I'm learning. Well, okay. I, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not, I was going to admit something, but I'm going to save it for next week because it's something You'll that we're going to have to dive into. Oh. Um, it's not something I could admit. And then, cause we only have like, you know a few more minutes in the podcast. It's not something I can admit and then like just dash away from, but it's, oh it's something God. that um, I will make a note of to talk about next week. Regardless, I was wearing sunscreen um, this past weekend. I went outside. I did some fun things. I went dirt biking. I went um, hanging out around town with my parents. I left the house multiple times. It's crazy. People live outside. People walk around. People have jobs. It's crazy. Um, regardless, one of the things that I did over this past weekend was one of my favorite things in the summer in my hometown of Helena, Montana. There is, um, every, I think it's like the third Friday in July every year. There is this thing called the Helena Symphony Under the Stars. And it is a venue where the Helena Symphony performs for free, um, in an outdoor venue that holds about 16,000 people. Oh, I saw your um, tweet. Yeah, and a lot of people um, come the day before and they put down blankets and they hold down the blankets. That's like their spot for the next day. They hold down their blankets with cans of food that they bring. And then the cans of food are collected and donated to our food share, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, so every every summer there's this thing called the Symphony Under the Stars and it's it's free for everyone. And it's really amazing and it has some great sponsors. But there's a theme every year. And um, this year, the theme was um, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. So it was like um, a lot of uh, string and symphonic arrangements of classic Aretha Franklin songs. And then they, um, well, one thing, I mean, Aretha Franklin is the Queen of Soul. And um, she was an amazing, an amazing artist. But one thing you got to realize is that Helena, Montana is white. There are white no. people everywhere, honey. There is not, there is very little color. So what was nice and what I was worried about is that they were going to have some, uh, some white people singing these uh, songs, these Aretha Franklin songs. Oh, people but no, sang they, with them? 
Yeah, so they had two guest um, singers that they flew in from New York City, some Broadway queens, and they were not white, and they were amazing. They did so incredibly well. They did, you know, really, they they channeled that inner Aretha soul, and it was such a good time, and the, the venue was packed. So just it was me and my aunt and uncle and my parents, and we just sat on the lawn listening to some great Aretha um, tribute songs and this, these wonderful performers, Drake and Sangria, and it was a good old time, and it's one of my favorite things to do um, in the summer. And I almost forgot about it, and then my aunt invited me. She was like, are you going to come over for the Symphony Under the Stars? And I was like, yeah. Uh, allegedly, it's, you know, the, the Helena Symphony Under the Stars is one of the top outdoor symphonies in the world, which isn't much to brag about because I don't think there's very many outdoor symphonies. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty packed, about 16,000 people. And it was a really, really good time. And support your your local talent, support your local symphony, um, because goddamn, even in my small town, we have some really talented musicians. And um, it was a good time. And at the end, there was this huge fireworks show. And it was really fun. And I enjoyed it a lot. So there you go. Favorite thing. Well, shoot. Go outside. Get go out to a more, venue. honey. Getting out. Hanging out with real people in real life and drinking some damn good sangria that my uncle made. And so everyone was having a hoot and a holler. Good time. Um, and it was much needed because I've been doing a lot of work this week. I did a lot of work last week. And so it was nice to kind of go home, relax a little bit, do some fun things, go to a symphony, drink some sangria, have a good time with some people I love. Um, so, yeah, it was a dang good time. And uh, listen to some Aretha Franklin once in a while, because, girl, that voice, just amazing. Let's so. be real, though. Those cans of food, honey, I know you scurried out there the night before and you snatched uh, them all up yourself. Well, what I did was is I opened up all of the really cold cans of beans and I just ate them all. You just bathed in them? Nothing is more delicious than a really cold can of beans. I love a from cold the can. bean, honey. Ugh. Love, love a cold bean. A good cold bean in the summer, mm. in the heat mm. of the summer. Pop um, open the, get those cans right out of your fridge, honey. Um, speaking of something disgusting, before we go, um, one of the the food people that I follow on YouTube, um, Emmy Made in Japan, she froze SpaghettiOs and baked beans in popsicle molds and ate them. Wow. Good fucking question. Wow. But it was disgusting and I couldn't watch the whole video. And that's what it reminded me of because cold beans, girl. Cold beans. I think we found our title. Cold beans, honey. Cold beans. Y'all just listen to the end to find out what it means. Oh, God. That's that on that. Do we have anything else to talk about before we... uh... We close her up for the week? Um, I don't think so. Close her up okay. for the week. It sounds like we like did surgery. Or, or like we have like a little shop behind like a blockbuster. Got to close, close up shop store. for the week. It would be an antique store because we're gay. I mean, I thought you were going to say because we're both old, but uh, antiques, I mean, gays love antiques. So that makes sense. It rained yesterday and my knee started hurting and I was like, uh oh, this is it. I was like, I'm Alt. Is it one of those situations where if your knee starts hurting, you can tell when it's going to rain? Yeah, legitimately. Like, you know, you feel your boobs and it's like in Mean Girls. A, like in Mean Girls, there's like a 30% chance it's already raining. Yeah. Only it's your knee and it snaps in half. And you're like, well, it's going to rain. Got to go to the hospital. Honey. Me and Piggy both have a bad leg. I didn't know Piggy had a bad leg. Yeah, like small dogs often have like an issue with like their knees. He has a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, honey, he's fucking just lucky put it to on have the, us. We're lucky to have him. Put it on the goddamn too. list of issues that Piggy has. He's a blessing. Um, I wouldn't uh, have it any other way. Me and Piggy are the that's same. What, we have anxiety. That's what, we have leg uh-huh. issues. Mm-hmm. I don't have allergies, though, but I take meds for various other things. You can so. tell when a parent really hates their kid when they call him a blessing. He's oh, a my blessing. kid's just a blessing. And then they just like start drinking wine at like, you know, 11 a.m. I do. Oh, it my all kid's all such a blessing. Again. I wouldn't change a thing except. You give birth to him again. You would go through the labor <laughs> and delivery again. The only thing I'd change, honey, is all the medical problems. The only thing I'd change is I'd get a different dog. No, never. Piggy <laughs> got his first big boy haircut. Did you, I saw you pictures. Saw the, oh, my God. What a blessing. Uh-huh. I really couldn't tell the difference, but I'm what? sure there was a difference. No, he was like, his hair was like 10 inches shaggy AF. Like, he was and, looking uh, rough. How much does it cost to groom, like, a small dog? I think it was, like, 67. That doesn't was, seem bad. No. Like, when you really think about it, and you only have to get it done. Well, it depends on your dog. He's, like, an every two month. Mm. I mean, he gets baths more often than that, but I'm talking about trimming, you know. Doing a little snip. Right. It was getting bad, though. We had to skip one of his grooming appointments. Sorry, I'm, I am going to go into this. Um, it's okay. We had to skip one of them. And when his butt hair gets too long, they don't tell you this when you have a long-haired dog, their poop will get stuck in their butt hair. Honey, been there. Uh-oh. And you Honey, have to, Piggy like... Piggy and I have something in common. For the week up to him getting this, like, mega grooming job, honey, I was picking poop out of him, like, every other day. Ugh. I, only a dog, only a mother could love. <laughs> I mean, I'd do it again, you know, peace and blessings mm-hmm. to him. But I am mm-hmm. so glad he's got his butt hair trimmed. Right. Well, God bless. Um, is Piggy well behaved at the groomer? Um, they don't have a webcam in that room, so I can't watch oh, him that's on right. webcam. But uh, I imagine, I think when we're not around, he doesn't act as tough. He kind of acts mm. like he has to protect us when we go in there. Right. But he's once your guard we leave, dog. Yeah. Once we leave, he's kind of chill. So I think he does okay. Well, pro tip from the podcast this week. Make sure to trim your butt hairs. Make sure to trim your butt hairs. At your local groomer. At your local groomer. Or make sure to tip them. Oh, honey, just the tip them. Mm. Mm. Anyways. Anyway. That's that on that. Yep. That is going to be all for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, next week, we will have the bonus episode for all the Patreon patrons. We're actually in the process of ordering buttons at this it's moment. It's happening. It's happening. We um, said it was going to happen at the beginning of this month, but you know what? You should never trust us when we give you a deadline. No. Uh, well, shit kind of went down earlier this month. But right. got a really amazing artist to do the work. We'll talk more about him later when we reveal the mm-hmm. buttons. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Otherwise, we will see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Andrew G, Ben B, Barat D, Brian H, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Erica V, Feliciano D, Helena B, Henrich B, Jack C, Julian S, Justin, Kate M, Kevin V, 
Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marion J, Maurice W, Megan N, Michael C, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.